Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. And on the couch today we have Arabose, the CEO of Read Group. Welcome Arabose, welcome to the couch. Yeah, thank you Lotana for um, having me here. My pleasure. Actually, I'm the COO of Read Group. Uh, we are actually read e-commerce and logistics here in the Philippines. Um, okay. For starters, what we do is um, logistics service from China to Philippines. That is our main, um, our main selling point. But basically, we are trying to bridge the gap between Philippines business trading and African countries. Okay. So we are already operating logistics um, and buying service for people in Nigeria who wants to buy from the Philippine market and we ship the items from here to Nigeria. But it's basically e-commerce um, and logistics, that's what we do. Okay, alright. Alright, so um, I guess what I will now ask is who are your main customers? Um, people like myself that want to buy um, things from the Philippines or from China. What exactly, also what is the category of things do you ship do you ship, are they like cars or is it like um, normal things you find in e-commerce products like um, gadgets, devices, home appliances and you know, what are the categories and who do you fully target? Um, we are basically a B2B and B2C company. Okay. Um, we deal with businesses and also with individuals. We have warehousing, we have fulfillment which will help um, people, especially People who are abroad who um, want to still do e-commerce business in the Philippines, like a lot of Filipinos live abroad, like in Dubai, working majorly. We have like two or three customers from Dubai who buy products from China. Basically, the products we buy are cosmetics, clothes, shoes, general e-commerce tangible products. Although okay. some customers, like uh, our last shipment, a customer bought 10 bicycles. Okay. Uh, basically, he wouldn't be selling that online. But it's yeah. still a part of our scope. But we are majorly um, trying to focus on e-commerce, where we could bridge markets together. Okay. So we are a B2B and B2C company. Yeah. All right. Um, I see that. I see also how that's also open to both businesses that do shipping since you offer like an end-to-end um, solution to them, including warehousing, including logistics, including shipping. Um, yeah. I see where businesses could come in and also individuals. And so um, can you tell me more about your team? You know, you are COO um, and, you know, do you have a co-founding team? Are you running this alone? How, how is the structure like at Rick? Right now, we are trying to um, make do with what we have. Uh, we're just a two-man um, two team. Okay. Uh, me and my partner, it's a girl, Ria Siriaco, that's her name. She's the CEO of the company. Okay. Um, she's um, really in charge of uh, most of the logistics work and um, also active as a CSO for finance. Okay. So yeah. why I take care of the general operations of the business, um, business development. Administration and financial side of things. Yeah, she's in charge. Uh, me, I'm on the general 
business development, connecting with warehouses, connecting with customers, and uh, marketing too. Then we um, plan to take um, some other people into the business when we expand. But for now, okay. um, we just made a partnership with a, a new company in China. We are trying to expand okay. uh, our scope of service to more than the two warehouses we are using. So as All we right. grow, which the job increases, we're going to take more people in. Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. Um, and so my next question to you would be, what has been your biggest, your two biggest challenges in the last year? What are the two biggest things that you've had issues with or like have you list as challenges in the past year? Yeah, um, definitely the coronavirus is not a challenge because um, it's uh, helped us too to give us um, increase in the business because it uh, gave um, the growth of e-commerce. E-commerce grew um, 10 years between 2020 and 2021 already. So yep. the coronavirus is not a challenge for us. For our biggest challenge was um, first, usually for every startup, funds. Funds has always been a challenge and it will always be a challenge for every startup. Yeah. We yeah. had a challenge of funds which couldn't help us expound as much as we wanted. Like example, we wanted a warehouse of about um, 900 square meters. But we had to settle for 200 plus square meters because our funding couldn't help us expand that much. Okay. Um, we're, we're looking at taking uh, up a loan um, by in the middle of this year to get a bigger space so we could operate um, better. So maybe if we get the loan, we will be able to cover the part of funding. Then okay. uh, number two. Number two was... Um, I think a language barrier, that's what I would use. All right. Yeah, the language barrier gives some issues or is still giving some issues up till now because I can't operate the business alone. If the CEO is busy doing something, I actually can't operate it alone because I can't speak the language to the level which is um, needed. Um, by by most of the locals. Okay. But it's okay. We are improving. Planning to get someone to cover that for us, and that's it. Because basically, uh, our job is connecting B two B. We connected with some businesses. Like um, there's a company in Nigeria, Get It to Me China. They are basically um, China to Nigeria import. So we work with them now to cover Philippines. To Nigeria, okay. a new partnership. So, on the other side, for business connections, all that are good. So, it's just funding was our first problem, then language barrier. Those are the two problems. Okay. Um, and so, with with funding, um, you say you the company has plans to get a debt financing. Are you yeah. also looking into getting money from private equity, like venture capital? Yeah, we we wanted to do venture capital, but um, venture capital is kind of um, complicated these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. We try, we try because the problem with venture capital is they are looking for progress, and slowly, slowly, they don't don't want to gamble for startups. They want startups who are showing much progress, 
yes um, 10% month to month yes uh, we yes. we can we can't assure anybody of 10% month to month for now so if we get our loan we are confident we could pay our loan because we've been operating for almost um, almost going to a year now and we don't have any debt yeah yeah, yeah. our business is growing i wouldn't say month to month 10% is a month but there was a time in january we had almost 300 to 400% in january yeah yeah so i would say um venture capital for now is a no no we tried uh, funding but the equity um um angel investor were asking for were something in the, out of this world okay and we're not ready to give more than 10% to any individual for now so that's just why we're there okay so maybe okay. maybe in the future in the future we should look to venture capital but for now yeah. we would stay yeah. here yeah I, i really i really understand um um your sentiments around you know private equity as as it re- relates to venture capital especially as um the vc model is basically hyper growth high growth and so if i i really understand that you don't want to be on that pedestal you don't want to have that pressure and you don't also want to give out so much of equity and so you rather get debt financing i think that yeah. is actually absolutely fitting for your business model so that's actually a good idea yeah because uh, one other thing too if you take um if you look at the um how do i explain if you look at it in a holistic manner yeah. debt financing gives you motivation to to work hard to the business because you yes. have a little pressure on you which is um for you you understand you're doing the yeah. pressure to impress yourself so it gives you more clarity when you work on your business and the interest yes. rate here isn't so bad okay so okay you take a loan for let's say um 60,000 pesos which is about um um 600,000 naira and after two years you pay just um, let's say 20% interest okay after two years yeah for two years you pay 20% interest that's not bad Oh, that's not bad at all. That's ten percent yeah. a year. That's not. Yeah, Cre- credit here is is some. If you even doing a house loan, it's cheaper than twenty percent for two oh, wow. years. So it gives you a little, you know, a little bit of um, stability, better than venture space, capital. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Than, yes. 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 In venture capital, you know, you're competing with a lot of companies. You'll be trying to model your company to look like the venture capital. And you could lose your original focus, which yeah. is um, something we want to create and bridge the gap between um, China and the Philippines, then Philippines and African countries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because we, I tried mentors for advice. They told me I should change my business model and make a marketplace since connections with B to B factories in China. Yeah. But I don't want a marketplace. Okay. Maybe in the future I could do a marketplace. But uh, currently but I, you don't. I want the back office of e-commerce, the fulfillment, warehousing. I think it's a good place to start. 
yeah that makes sense i like how you have really strong clarity of purpose and you know vision of exactly what you want i think that differentiates you from a lot of you know people that are starting businesses today because you know exactly where you want to go you know exactly what you need to get to where you want to go you know and that alone is just you know amazing and so i guess my very last question would be um what would you consider the most important lesson you have learned on this journey i know you have dropped a lot of gems in this conversation but what would you consider the most important lesson you have learned in the last no, year the, the most important lesson i actually learned is uh, uh, you you just need to start that's it start with what you have where you are it makes no sense um actually um trying to wait till everything is perfect I could remember when we wanted to start this business, uh, we, we we didn't even have capital. So I was telling my partner that why why don't we um, just tell the customers to pay up front and um, get this for them. So we partnered with a warehouse in China and we managed to even convince the warehouse to pay them after. Uh, we have distributed the goods and we could give them um, maybe um, 3% extra which is um, just um, COG fee and it worked well for us now we are trying yeah. to eliminate the 3% so we could be a stand alone okay. but we, we are looking at the hurdles we had um, not being organized no, no um, experience um, of running a private business yes and all that it would have given we would still be waiting till now okay the virus coronavirus but now we are a popular company actually we we, we had made a, a milestone we removed the minimum for sea cargo here and it gave, it gave us a lot of popularity it gave us a lot of um, um, customers, uh, like I, I was telling my partner now, for since March first, we haven't done any form of advertising. Wow! Like, the, the so everything has been organic. Everything has been organic, not actually organic. The customers we have about two hundred plus. They've been consi- consistent. Ah, oh, so they've been recurring, right? Yeah, so, so these are recurring. Yeah, recurring customers because they sell online. They are online yeah. sellers. They have businesses, yeah. so they have to every day they have to buy and stock and all that. So yeah. we are trying to see if we could improve ourselves to get um and get fully automated. And you know, automation will still require us not to get too much crowd to be on the business, so it could be a little bit of night. So it yeah. comes to funding still, but we are working on our best to get it done. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much. I think my very last question. I'm sorry. Is how long? This is very um, um out of out of the way question. How long does it take to ship um a product from the Philippines to Nigeria today with your with your service? You know, we are, we have a very uh, how do I explain? We have a very uh, maybe I should just say it here. We have two models for shipping from Philippines to Nigeria. Yeah. 
Pep is um, more like a passerby. We call it a passerby. We land it here in the Philippines. If somebody is traveling from here to Nigeria, we give him an extra luggage and pay him. Okay. That way, it's cheaper for the company, cheaper for the person, the shipping, uh, the person everybody, yes. cheaper. Everybody has um, a cheap, uh, very cheap point. Then there's an air shipping, which we also use, which is just regular, less than a week too. But it depends. Okay. Yeah, just like shipping from Philippines to Nigeria, it's less than a week. A lot of people ship food items from Nigeria to Philippines. It's a good market here. Nigerian food. I see. Yeah, it's a very good market here. So it's just like when they ship from Philippines here, we ship. It takes less than a week. The items are already there in Lagos. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. So, so um, on that note, I would like to say thank you so much for coming on the couch today and yeah. having this really insightful conversation yeah. with me. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, I have learned a lot. Um, and for everyone that is listening, you know, on the couch, we bring you people that building amazing businesses like Arabose, um, to give an insight into what they are building, what the future looks and what they are looking forward to. And so um, just make sure you sit back, make sure you subscribe and share this to your friends. And if you stay in Nigeria or you stay in the Philippines and you want to um, ship anything or you have a business, an e-commerce business that involves warehousing and shipping and logistics from the Philippines or from China to Nigeria or vice versa, you know who to hit up. You know to hit up the Red Group because they would help you um, to reach your goals as fast as possible. You could hear that deliveries could go from one day to seven days, less than seven days, you know, across the border of um, Nigeria to the Philippines and Philippines back to Nigeria. So um, until next time, see ya. <laughs>